0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Glock 9 Show. This episode is going to be kind of all over the place. There's a couple of other things I want to get into. Uh, first off, thank you guys so much for the reviews of last week. I asked you guys about you know, how the sound is and, and what you guys thought. A lot of great feedback. I'm glad that you get, nobody really complained about the sound of it, but everyone does notice there's a little bit of difference. Uh, you know, we're working on it. We're trying to get it, per, you know, back to perfect. I really think that the last time we had was really good. We'll, we'll find, you know, the happy mediums if we can't get back to it. But I really do appreciate. It. I put that out there for you guys, and, and within like two hours of the episode being released we had so many freaking people dming me i did I, I appreciate it uh but there's not a lot going on like in the news recently so i want to touch on a couple things that you guys reached out to me about last week's episode which i'm actually surprised i didn't get any like you know i would say rude emails or pissed off emails uh or or DMs. I think there was a lot of good conversations uh in, in you know about the whole subject but there's a couple things I didn't touch on and I'm gonna I'm just gonna touch on that real fast to start the episode. But like as for I'm gonna I'm gonna try and get into some esports stuff and like stream stuff here. Um and there's not a lot going on at the moment but we're gonna we're gonna get into a little bit there. But to to sum up a couple things about last week. Um one of the things I was talking about, obviously, we were talking about Roe v. Wade. We were talking about, um, you know, abortion, all that stuff. Uh, one thing I did not uh, mention and I should have mentioned is uh, about, you know, males in the situation, right? So let's just touch on that real fast because the question I got was uh, shouldn't the man who helped create the situation face similar consequences? And abso- absolutely, 100% yes. And, you know, to go in a little bit of detail about that is I've always thought, like, I, I made a comment in the last podcast about how it takes two to tango. You mean It takes two of you guys to create a human being, but I didn't touch on the man's side. So first off, I'm not a huge fan in the first place about how only the woman can decide to have an abortion. The man has no say in it, even if he wants to keep the baby and raise the baby. Um, but the same thing goes is even if the man's not ready and doesn't want to do it, Uh, he, you know, he, he can't make the woman get an abortion. You, again, it's about, it comes down to responsibility and it took two of you guys to do something you guys thought you were responsible enough to do. And if you were to try and walk out or, or, or anything like that, and that's your child, you should be held 100%, um, responsible. And there should be consequences for, you know, trying to walk out, trying to, um, I don't even know the exact words I'm trying to use trying to evade the responsibility of your actions so yes i apologize i I missed uh i missed that part but yes the man should be held just as responsible and suffer consequences just as much as females because i do agree that um you know everything's focused i mean it's not so much that everything's focused on the female in the situation it's it's more or less like everyone just puts it on women because they're the ones bearing the child and the one that has to go through childbirth but you know, it, it, you know a lot of people do overlook the whole male aspect like myself for not speaking about it even though i do feel that way about it um but that's all there really was to say about last week's episode about abortion i mean that's it i'm not going to get too far into it if you guys missed that that episode uh, is called um, "Let's Ruffle Some Feathers." Basically, people called me out for not doing an episode, even though I was out of town. People didn't understand that, but I gave my full-on take. Uh, more summarized, because I, I I made a comment to somebody in my DMs that I could have taken that subject and turned that into like a two or three-hour uh, episode, and you know, really truly gave everybody a history lesson on Roe v. Wade, how it started. Uh, a, another hour on the exact. You know, just how abortions are done, because I think people don't realize exactly how they're done and how brutal, it, my personal opinion, how brutal and inhumane it is. Uh, and then you can do like a whole other hour on other stuff on the whole subject. But I try to summarize into one episode, not to beat you guys to death with the whole thing, because it, it, I, I made this comment to somebody else. It's kind of a conversation where there's no quote unquote winner. There, you know, nobody, you, just like most of these subjects that we talk about. Even you guys listening to me who may have a different opinion, I'm not going to be able to change your mind. Everyone, everyone, you know, has their own mindset, their own beliefs. And it's not my job to sit there and, you know, make you change your mind. It's, it's more the fact of I'm just giving you my opinion and the way I think about things. You take it with a grain of salt. You you don't have to believe what I believe. And I truly, and that's one thing I truly believe is everyone should have their own beliefs. So, you know, it, it's just one of those subjects where it's, it's, there's no, winner people are gonna get mad about it and you shouldn't really be as invested in the whole subject as that but i'm not i'm not gonna talk about that anymore um one fun story to change change the subject really fast uh you know bring us a little bit of comedy relief of the serious situation was uh dr lupo was banned on twitch even though you guys all know but dr lupo switched over to youtube not long ago and honestly ever since he went to youtube my own personal opinion we don't really hear a lot about dr lupo you don't hear a lot about you know anything he's doing? I don't really see any clips. I don't see anything on Twitter from him. Uh, but the, he, he comes back to uh, comes back to Twitch to say say something in his homeboy Ninja's chat and uh, got banned for it. It's, he went to Ninja's chat and he typed the, this exact quote, the, these exact four words. He said, "Sit on my face." That's all he said was sit on my face in his chat and he was hit with this um you know i got the the message right here it says hello dr lupo twitch is committed to keeping our community safe from every from ev- or for everyone and as a part of that we require all users to ensure that anything shared on their account abides by twitch terms of service and community guidelines based on the review of your activity or content we have issued a community guideline strike on your account as a result, your access to Twitch services is temporarily restricted. Incurring multiple violations may result in permanent suspension. <laughs> so, you know, he, he said, uh, went to went to Ninja's chat and typed, sit on my face. I will learn from my mistakes. So, yeah, so he posts that, right? So he gets suspended. Um, I hate, see, oh, there's one thing I wanted to talk about real fast. I hate when people use the word ban. If you're banned... It means that you're you're banned, banned. You're gone. It, you know, I, I think of the term banned as in like you're done forever, not you're suspended. Because he wasn't banned. He was suspended on Twitch for seven days. Well, he, uh, well, before I get to the next part, well, uh, Ninja's own wife, Jessica, decided to push the envelope. And the very next day. She, she you know, this is what the tweet says. Jessica Blevins put in Twitch to the ultimate test as she has told Ninja to sit on her face. (laughs) This could be interesting. She literally went into her own husband's chat, which, that's her husband. I mean, I think pretty much everyone knows that, you know, especially people from Twitch know who Jessica Blevins is, just like they know who Dr. Lupo is, and she wrote in her husband's chat, sit on my face. As far as we know, nothing happened to her. Um, nothing happened to her, so, um... Within an hour, within an hour of Dr. Lupo being suspended, um, he was, he was, un, see him, people keep saying he was unbanned from Twitch. He was unsuspended from Twitch within an hour. And then, so now everyone's been going to Ninja's chat and typing sit on my face in his chat, which actually has been pretty funny. I stopped in his chat, you know, earlier, earlier today and people were still spamming sit on my face. So either a lot of people are gonna be getting suspended or who knows? Who knows how that was going to play out. On a more serious note, because this involves Twitch and this also in, involves, uh, co- I don't even. Uh, man, I got I got to word this right so everyone understands. If you haven't heard, which I don't know how you how you haven't, um, there was a a mass shooting in Buffalo, New York, of a guy who it was racially motivated. Now, I'll go into the story in a second. Uh, but it was all live-streamed on Twitch. Basically, he was wearing a camera on his helmet, and he live-streamed it to Twitch. Um, and and th- this is one of the things that really disgusts me about the world, especially, like I, I always tell you guys, and I'm, I'm not afraid to admit, I am very, like, involved in politics, and I follow it all. But this is one of the times I truly hate politics because doesn't matter whether you're right whether you're left you know in the middle whatever you are i don't understand why we can't see this this act and just every single person you know just condemn it and call it wrong call it what it is it's evil it's all that's all it is Is evil right and you got people out there saying because it was racially motivated, the guy is a right-leaning Trump supporter or whatever. And then you had the other side saying, uh, "I I can't even remember what happened." I, I kind of ignored the whole thing, the whole political. trying to turn everything political. Um, and I had this conversation with a guy. I was on I was on my flight. I was on my flight back from uh, from Houston. I was flying from Houston to San Jose. It was a four-hour flight. I met I met a really cool dude on the flight. Um, and we were just kind of talking. We were just bsing. We were and we were kind of talking about um, politics. And I made yeah, I made a comment to him about how politicians never let a tragedy go to waste. And basically, here we are because we we're ta- We were talking about what happened in Buffalo, and I'll get to I'll get to the story in a second. But basically, a tragedy happens, and instead of us. Agreeing that this was an evil act, it's unacceptable, everyone needs to do better, both sides are trying to use it for their own political agenda, and it's honestly sickening, and it it just shows the true evilness of politics. So I'm going to read this article to you here, it kind of has a full timeline of exactly what happened, and um... So it says Buffalo, a teenage gunman ent- entranced by a white supremacist ideology known as a re- as replacement theory, opened fire at a supermarket in Buffalo on Saturday, methodically shooting and killing ten people and injuring three more, almost all of them Black Americans, in one of the deadliest racist massacres in recent American history. The authorities identified the gunman as eighteen year old. I'm not going to say his name. I don't believe in any of these mass mass um, mass murderers, terrorists, whatever you say. I don't even. Don't even say their name. Don't give him that airtime. So uh, he was 18 years old, uh, a small town in New York's rural Southern tier. Uh, he drove more than 200 miles to mount his attack, which he also live streamed to popular live streaming platform Twitch. The police said a chilling video feed that appeared designed to promote his sinister agenda. Shortly after, Uh, shortly after he was captured, a manifesto believed to have been posted online by the gunman emerged riddled with racist, anti-immigrant views that claimed white Americans were at risk of being replaced by people of color. In the video that appeared to have been captured uh, by the camera affixed to his helmet, an anti-black racial slur can be seen on the barrel of his weapon. The attack at Topps Friendly Market uh, in a largely black neighborhood in East Buffalo conjured grim comparisons to a series of other massacres motivated by racism, including the killing of nine black parishioners uh, at a church in Charleston, South Carolina in 2015, an anti-Semitic rampage at a Pittsburgh synagogue in 2018 that left 11 dead, and an attack at a Walmart in El Paso in 2019, where the man charged had expressed hatred of Latinos. More than 20 people died there. In the Buffalo grocery store where four employees were shot, the savagery and planning were evident. Uh, Mr. Shall Not Be Named was armed with an assault weapon, which is, real quick, as a gun guy, you guys know my name is Glock9. I just want you guys to know that assault weapon is like the dumbest term in the entire world uh, for the reason being, everyone thinks AR-15 stands for Assault Rifle 15. Uh, It stands for Armor Light you know you can look it up yourself uh it's the same thing as if i took a golf club right and i'm hitting golf balls with it it's a golf club now if i take that golf club and i hit you in the head with it it's now an assault golf club because it's an uh, assault is an action so the assault rifle is just a a term that they use to make things scarier than what they actually are and i've said this a million times anyone that knows anything about guns okay I'm getting kind of off track here because I, I hate this gun argument anyone that sits there and just because an ar an AR ten or AR fifteen is bigger and the then the bullets look different in actual reality um anyone that knows anything about guns you can actually do more damage with a pistol than you can with a, with the with a rifle number one you can't conceal a rifle as easy as a pistol um you can get a pistol that has thirty round magazines in it and it's also lighter weight it, it, there's so much things you can, you know it's easier to it's easier to actually change the magazine and you know get in that whole thing so sitting there saying assault rifle isn't isn't going to really help your case on the whole thing uh, going back, a sentence says, uh, Mr. Who, who, should I be name, was armed with an assault weapon and wore body armor, the police said, and his preferred victims seemed clear as well. All all told, 11 of the people shot were black and two were white, the authorities said. It was a straight-up racially motivated hate crime, uh, the the Erie County Sheriff said. In a news conference Saturday evening, uh, Governor Kathy Hochul, I don't even know how to say her name, uh, Buffalo native, echoed that sentiment and, and decried the attack as Act of bar- barbarism, um and an execution of innocent human beings, as well as frightening reminder of the dangers of white supremacist terrorism. It strikes us in our very hearts to know that there is such evil that lurks out there. I mean, that's one hundred percent true. Um, moving on. Based on what was written in the manifesto, the attack appeared to have uh, the the attack appeared to have been inspired by earlier massacres that were motivated by racial hatred, including a mosque shooting in New Zealand and the Walmart shooting in Texas, both in two thousand nineteen. And the manifesto, which was being reviewed by law enforcement, that um, who should who shall not be named, who had attended a community college in Binghamton. New York, uh, I I can't read, I'm sorry guys, Uh, wrote that he had selected the area because it held the largest percentage of black residents near his home in the state's uh, southern tier, a predominantly white region that borders Pennsylvania. The document outlined a careful plan to kill as many black people as possible, complete with the type of gun he would use, a timeline, and where he would eat beforehand. It also included details of where he would would live stream the violence, mayhem, uh, that he had also calibrated. He carefully studied the layout of the grocery store, writing that he would shoot a security guard before stalking through the aisles and firing upon black shoppers. He wrote that he would shoot some, some twice in the chest when he could. He wrote... He wrote um. He had been passively preparing for Buffalo attack for several years, purchasing ammunition and gear while infrequently practicing shooting. In January, the plans, quote, actually got serious, according to the manifesto, which also expressed praise for the perpetrator of the 2015 attack in South Carolina. That for a man who killed 51 Muslims at two mosques in Christchurch, New Zealand in 2019. Um... The shooter had read the racist writings on the New Zealand gunman who had live streamed his attack as well. A method used in a shooting at a Jewish synagogue in Holly, Germany in 2019 in an arraignment on Saturday evening. Uh, he pleaded guilty to first degree murder, a charge that could lead to life imprisonment without parole. I like how it says could lead to life. Number one, you live stream the whole thing. You, you have a manifesto. Like, what do you mean? It could lead? This guy's never going to see the light of day again. Um, and personally, should have been shot on sight, but I digress. Um, he spoke little except to confirm uh, he understood the charges and gave little indication of emotion inside the courtroom. The United States attorney in Buffalo said her office was also investigating the killings as federal hate crimes. Duh. Uh, other government have referenced the racist idea known as, quote, replacement theory, a concept one associated with the far right fringe, but one that has become increasingly mainstream, pushed by politicians and popular television programs. Uh, real quick, I'm just going to, like, sum this up really quick so that I don't have to go through the whole political BS what they say replacement theory is I kind of said it in the beginning where basically it's uh, white supremacists who believe that they're, they're, they're uh, the white race is going to be taken over by it, it could be black people, it could be Asians, it could be Latinos basically they think the, they think the white race is starting to become the minority um if you guys actually see the 2022 census uh you guys all probably got the letter in the mail uh during covid they did a census um around the whole country uh and you know pretty much everybody filled it out or what they you know they they have in their household and so the results for 2022 are already out if you're wondering out of the 380 i think it's 386 million people that live in the u.s sorry i just had a Fact check that I was wrong. It's 326 million. My bad. I was a couple million off. Um, if you're actually curious, 76% are white. So, you know, again, just looking at this 76% are white, 13.4% are black, 5.9% are Asian, uh, and 18.5% are Hispanic or Latino. So, um, yeah, if you're really that stupid to believe that uh, this whole replacement theory that you you're going to become the minority, you're. I mean, I think we all can agree. We talked about this before. Um, everyone should be able to agree that that whole ideology is stupid. Everyone should be able to call it out. But that's basically what they're talking about when they talk when you hear the term uh, replacement theory, and they say that people are like they you know. Whether you like it or not, they try and throw it at, uh, I'm not going to say names, people on uh, news channels saying they're pushing it when they're actually, it's, it's not, it's just a talking point. Uh, but anyways, moving on to this article to give you guys more. It says, officials said the camera that the gunman war was used to broadcast the attack live on Twitch. Uh, live streaming site owned by Amazon, blah, blah blah blah. Twitch said it had taken the channel offline. Still, screenshots of the, prog- uh, the broadcast were circulating online, including some that appeared to show the shooter holding a gun standing over a body in a grocery store. In the manifesto, is, uh, he seemed to be enthusiastic about broadcasting his attack, saying the live stream let, quote, all people with the internet watch and record the violence. The massacre began around 2.30 p.m., the authorities said, when Mr shall not be named, uh, a ride in the market, stepping out of his car on a su- sunny spring afternoon, dressed in tactical gear and body armor and carrying an assault weapon. There you go, know, the assault weapon. Um, why don't you just say rifle? Uh He shot four people in the parking lot and said that the, uh, 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 the p- police commissioner said at a news conference, three of them fatally, when he entered the store and continued shooting, he encountered a security guard, a retired Buffalo police officer who returned fire. Uh, but he he was wearing heavy heavy metal plating. He, he killed the guard and continued into the store, firing on shoppers and employees. When Buffalo police officers arrived and confronted him, he put a gun to his neck, but two patrolmen persuaded him to drop his weapon and surrender. The mayor of Buffalo said that he and his family periodically shopped at the store. Some of the victims of this, this shooter's attack are people that all of us standing up here know. Um... The 10 people killed in Buffalo represent the highest number of fatalities in a mass shooting in the United States this year, according to Gun Violence Violence Archive, which tracks them. The highest death toll this year before that was six in a shooting in downtown Sacramento on April 3rd. Hey, that's close to me. Uh, Six people were also killed in a shooting in Corsicana, Corsicana? Uh, Texas on February 5th, and the same number were killed in a shooting in Milwaukee on January 23rd. The statement made late Saturday night, President Brandon, I'm sorry, President Biden expressed sympathy for the victims. I mean, what do you expect him to do? Um He expressed sympathy for the victims and praise for law enforcement, adding that a racially motivated hate crime is at. at uh, okay. I'm not even gonna read that statement. It was so stupid. Um, any act of terrorism, including the act that perpetuated um, in the name of repugnant white nationalist ideology. <sighs> Man, this is where I get irritated reading some of these statements. It's it's just. I mean. Moving on, I'm not going to get into that. Gun deaths reached the highest number ever recorded in the United States in 2020, the first year of the pandemic, surging by 35%. The Centers of Disease Control and Prevention reported on Tuesday, the gunfire in Buffalo on Saturday, shattered a seemingly serene afternoon, sending shoppers screaming and fleeing inside, inside the store, and families scrambling to find loved ones outside the store. Um, Let's see. It's getting kind of repetitive here. Let me just make sure I didn't miss anything. Yeah. So... There you have it. That's basically what that's basically the whole story of what happened. Um, one thing I do want to say, which I think is really, really dumb, uh, and and it it makes no sense. Now, if you guys have heard uh, this podcast before, I talked about Kyle Rittenhouse. Okay. I was going to summarize that story because most of you guys probably know it, but if you guys want to know the exact story on Kyle Rittenhouse, I did an episode a while back, uh, in like December of 2021. You guys can go back and listen to it on there. I give a whole detail on exactly what happened. People are trying to compare Kyle Rittenhouse to this shooter in Buffalo, which makes absolutely no sense. Um, this guy literally went out and wanted to kill people. He planned the whole thing. Uh his intent his intent was to kill. That's all he cared about. Kyle Rittenhouse, his hometown was being lit on fire, and destroyed by rioters. He legally took his gun to a parking lot, uh, a used car lot that they knew who who the owners were and were asked by the owners to help protect it. And then he was chased and shot one man who tried to grab his gun from him, which is self-defense, and then basically tried to call 911, and then because everyone started surrounding him to get away from the situation, he, he went down the street, he was attacked, and... He was he was attacked and he turned and he 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 shot two more he fa- he fa- he fatally killed two the last one almost had his arm blown off um, which also the guy pointed a gun at him while he was on the ground so it's self defense 100 I mean there's no argument in the Kyle Rittenhouse case and that's all on, on video too it's it's self defense we can argue all day should he have been there no I don't think he should have been there he was he was a kid he was 17 years old he shouldn't have been there. Was it legal to hit, for him to have the gun? 100% legal. Um, Close case. That's an easy case. It's 100% self-defense. Uh, I don't understand how people still call the Calvert Britton House case um, uh, racist. When Calvert Britton House is a white male who shot three other white males. Um, so if anyone's sitting there trying to compare the two. You're just showing how stupid you really are. And I, I, I mean I'm just going to go in on that one. because I think that's that's so dumb. It's so dumb to hear that argument I, I just I don't I don't understand it, it I, I keep seeing it on social media I'm like, how do you how can you compare the two anyways I'm getting off topic I'm sorry I get really emotionally involved in some of this stuff because of how dumb it is um, but twitch issued a statement uh, twitch themselves actually issued a statement I'll read that here so Twi- twitch put out the statement and says as many members of our community are already aware on Saturday May 14 2022 a gunman opened fire in buffalo new york supermarket started streaming it on on our platform twitch we are heartbroken over this tragedy this was a violent act of white supremacy and we condemn it in the strongest possible terms our hearts go out to all those affected by this hate crime the victims their loved ones the greater buffalo community and the black community everywhere who are victimized by acts uh, of white supremacy and racism White supremacism, racism, and hatred should have no place anywhere, especially on Twitch, and undermine the vibrant and diverse community we are working together to build. We have zero tolerance policy against violence of any kind, and we uh, use several mechanisms to detect, escalate, and remove violence on Twitch. This includes proactive deten- detection and 24-7 review and urgent escalations for your user reports. In this case, we identified and removed the stream in less than... In, stream less than 2 minutes after the violence began and permanently ban the user from our services we are taking all possible action to stop the footage and related content from spread- spreading on Twitch including monitoring and removing accounts for content rebroadcasted footage of the incident we are working closely with several law enforcement agencies such as FBI Um, Department of Homeland Security and the NYPD Cyber Intelligence Unit to ensure that they have access to any and all information that will aid in the investigation and prosecution of this heinous crime. We are also collaborating with other tech companies through the Global Internet Forum to counter terrorism to share relevant information and limit the spread of footage online. We take our responsibility to protect the community extremely serious and trust and safety is a major area of investment. As we've shared in the past, live content moderation presents unique challenges and we are continuously evaluating our policies, processes and products to keep our community safe. We'll be examining this incident carefully and sharing those learnings with our peers in the industry to support a safer Internet overall. Um this is a difficult difficult time for for members of the community and we stand with everyone who is grieving this moment. Our Twitch our Twitch cares page and resources crisis management of our safety center can help you if you're if you or your community members are struggling. Oh okay. yeah. So with that being said, um there there's one huge takeaway that I have that's it's a little weird. There's one thing that was said. I don't know if he has caught that in that entire statement, which I, I'm not trying to, to indicate anything. It's just kind of weird when you when I read it. That within two minutes... I'm going to make sure I read that right. Within two... In less than two minutes after the violence began, they were able to take the video offline. How... I, I mean... How would you know that was going on in less than two minutes? I mean, just sit there and like... Number one, they were saying at the time of the live stream, there was like 15 viewers in there or something like that, right? And then in less than two minutes, you're able to tell that there was actually violence going on. Um, I mean, with games like Call of Duty and, and you know, Escape from Tarkov and these shoot, shooting games, right? How were you able in less than two minutes to to know that there's this violence going on on your platform? It doesn't make, it doesn't make any sense to me how that is even possible. What kind of technology you have? It almost sounds like, you know, people don't realize that everything you research online and things you post online gets detected. So it's almost like they were already aware that this guy could possibly do something, and they're, you know, they were already watching him or so, I, I don't know. This is just my, you know, my mindset. How are you able in less than two minutes to ban the account? And know this was going on, because I mean, people have reported other people for far, you know, for far less, obviously, and never get a response back. They never get suspended. I've, I've heard people say, I've heard literally heard people say racist things. I've heard people say, um I don't know how to, the right word to say, like some pedophilia type BS on their stream, like even if they're joking or whatever. Like some really horrific stuff, and they're never dealt with, but here in less than two minutes of the the violence beginning or after after it begins less than two minutes, you remove the entire channel. I'm not arguing the fact that it should' be removed, okay, let's get that straight i I'm, I'm glad they're able to get it off, but I'm just curious how how is that process so fast i i don't I don't get that process now. Again, we're gonna go back to a little bit of politics talk here because I'm gonna point something out to you guys, and you know this may be a story you never heard, but I'm gonna I'm gonna prove to you how in politics you never let a tragedy go to waste if you can use it in your favor. Okay, so here you go. You have this this white supremacist, this the, you know this this mass shooter in Buffalo, right? I think we all can agree. I, I mean, I I tell you what, if you don't agree, I don't think that you should be listening to this podcast because i don't <laughs> you're the kind of person i don't want around but everyone should agree that this was the evil act it should be condemned blah, blah blah right now there's a story that happened shortly after the Calvert rittenhouse case uh he was proven innocent there was an suv that plowed through a christmas parade in in um in a suburban neighborhood in milwaukee um he killed at least five people and injured 48 others it was literally some of like the craziest video you ever see um this it, it was not an accident people were saying it was an accident it was not an accident when you see the videos it was 100 planned um he actually by a couple inches missed actually hitting it probably about 45 miles an hour like a little five-year-old girl that was uh, like on the sidewalk like right off the sidewalk and then just plows into this entire parade and running people it, it's it's crazy right um this story was never really on uh, mainstream media it wasn't really talked about we learned uh later on the um he was trying his original defense was uh that he was running he didn't trust the police because he, he, he you know, he's an African-American and he didn't trust stopping for the police. So he was trying to get away from him, right? Still a stupid argument. Uh, anywho, but that was the original story that was given. And then just complete radio silence on the whole story. Because when we, bef- that you know, you might've heard about it before we knew the identity of the driver and his affiliations and Then we found out later on that he actually intended to drive into the parade, uh, purposely targeted white people. He was an African-American driver and that was just totally suppressed because it didn't fit a narrative, right? It wasn't able to be used as a political narrative. Now, again, I know know we were going to talk about gaming, but I told you there's not a lot of gaming news, so I'm kind of going off subject here, but so this, this um, attack was pretty much suppressed. Now here we go. We have um, an actual white supremacist going after black people. Should be condemned in the fullest by both sides. I don't care who you are. Um, should be condemned. But this is getting the most airplay of anything recently. Now, I pointed out with the Roe v. Wade, it's, used, it's being used politically. Uh, I, I don't think the, the timing of it was... Um, a coincidence, and I'm not saying that this this attack was a political plan. Right? People are saying it's. I, I saw it's always going to happen, but people have conspiracy theories that it's it 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 was totally planned and it's fake. What? That's not true. It was real. But, um, we have midterms coming up. Very important midterms. Uh, Senate seats and House seats, and everyone's aware. With how the last year and a half has gone. Ever since Biden got into office. That everyone even. People who are going to vote left. Agree. That there's a huge red wave coming. That's just fact. So here we are just a couple months out. What are we going to do to get people on, on our side? Is what people are saying. Oh. Just so happens that Roe v. Wade Leaks. It, the supreme court of all places this is the most secretive place there can only be 48 people in the entire building that could leak that that draft for Roe v. Wade and it got out and yet here we are and we still don't know who did it uh it's not a coincidence and then here we go we have a white supremacist that we're going to use to our advantage for you know uh vote vote for us because we're going to we're going to ban guns and make you, your neighborhood safer blah 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 it's all being used politically. It, it's it, it's No tragedy goes to waste. And that's, that's honestly where I'm getting at where I try and tell people as a conversation I have with the guy that I was talking about earlier on the plane is half the things that we're all getting upset about on TV, yes, you should be upset about this, this heinous act that happened in Buffalo. But when people are trying to feed on your emotions and use them against you, you got to tune that out. And that goes for both sides absolutely I mean, because imagine if imagine if this was um the other way around the roles were reversed right you you know um just like the whole suv thing in in um milwaukee was being used by one side because the guy had ties to black lives matter they were trying to use that to it, it, it just it, it's just getting to the point where it's despicable and I read something and I it, it, it's I really feel all this stuff that's been happening lately and how it's pushed into your face and it's being used has totally desensitized our generation, especially to violence. Uh, because there's there was something I saw today and uh, apparently there was a huge shootout in Chicago. Like you know, uh, there obviously Chicago has the strictest gun laws in the entire nation, more than California. But yet Chicago still has the number one most It's number one most gun violence For I don't know how many years And there was like a, a, a Even though they don't call it a mass shooting Which makes no sense There was about, uh, there was a mass shooting in Chicago, downtown Chicago And I don't even know if it was downtown But anyway it was in Chicago There was about six or seven people shot And uh, They had to rush these people to the hospital The EMTs had to take these people to the hospital And they had uh I don't know what it's called a little thing they put over your mouth to help you breathe—and um, so they had they had this thing there on the street. There's blood all over the sidewalk, right? And people are just walking by it like it's no big deal. Like, it, it, like you've seen the video and the pictures. Like this literally looks like a, like a scene out of a horror movie. There's literally just blood everywhere, EMTs had, had to leave some stuff behind, because they had to hurry up and get the, the these people in the uh, ambulance, get them to the hospital, and people were just walking by like, it's no big deal, like, no one was even really, like, standing on the side, like, oh my god, this is the craziest thing ever, it was literally like, oh wow, a whole bunch of blood, they just walk right through it, and, you know, because of all these, sto- you know, the, the way that these stories are used... And then how much is pushed into your face? It's like we're desensitizing our gener- and, you know the next generation towards violence, towards racism. Because like we got to the point where, and I talked about this before, back in the day when I was growing up, if someone if somebody called you racist, that's probably like one of the worst things you could be called. And you're instantly gonna be like, you know, like wondering why would you call me that? Did I really say something that bad? Like I, I, you know, you would try your best to convince them. Like, yeah, you know, that, don't call me that. I'm, you know, I'm not. Blah blah blah. Now, if anyone calls you racist nowadays, everyone just, you know, there's not even a point of even arguing back with them. Like, you know, you're not racist, and the, the word gets thrown around so much nowadays that it's kind of lost its meaning. And when you look at things with facts, like you know, like in there, there, oh man, there's so many, so many ways I can go with this. It's just the fact that we call so many things racist that aren't racist. It's just it's become a, a, a political tool to call somebody racist. Here and now we finally have an actual racist attack that was actually manifested, um, and people, you know, honestly, unless you're trying to use it for an agenda, I've noticed a lot of people aren't really concerned about it. Now. These kind of attacks don't happen as often as they like to make it seem it does. But still, it's something that should be condemned by both sides, and there shouldn't be an argument about it. This whole entire thing, that's what I'm trying to get at, There's this whole entire situation, there should not be sides to it. Neither side should be trying to use it to their advantage. You guys should both be condemning it together, and then figure out how you can stop it in the future. And no... Passing more gun laws is not gonna help you. Which is the first thing they're they already talking about. past obviously look at Chicago. Gun law criminals don't follow the law. All you're doing is taking um law abiding citizens and just trying to disarm them when what what can defeat a bad guy with a gun? A good guy with a gun. I'm sorry if you disagree. That's just the truth. Because if you live in an area where guns are let's say let's say they outlaw all guns right well bad guys get guns that aren't registered and you have no idea they have them they're more likely to do a crime because they know more than likely you don't have a gun do you know why there's not as many break-ins in certain places where they have like constitutional carry and guns are more common it's because you don't know the house that you're breaking in, what kind of firepower they have, but then when you live in a place like California, breaking and entering, and you know, home invasions are way more common than other states because they know in California it's very hard to get your hands on a firearm um, or, and people don't want to just deal with it, or people don't want to deal with it. So more than likely the house you're breaking into, a lot of people in California don't have guns. Come in my house, you're gonna have a bigger problem. <laughs> but I'm going to get off that subject. I totally was not I was I totally was not planning on doing a subject on this. I just kind of went off the rails because I I read something while I was looking this up. But I was going to talk about the Twitch numbers. If you guys saw the recent uh report that came out on streaming. Um and I'm going to do a, I'm going to do a different episode on this because I want to get more in depth with this. But if you look at the numbers for YouTube, Twitch, and Facebook Gaming, their watch hours, and and like all all their hours and all their uh, watch time, stream time, active streamers, everything plummeted in the last two or three months. Like it's actually kind of crazy. We're gonna get into that on in a future episode. Uh, but yeah, uh, now that things are starting to go back to normal, a lot of people are quitting streaming. I don't know, I, I'm going to do some research I don't know if it's because there's not that many good games out, I don't know if it's just people are starting to go out more, go on vacation now that COVID's basically behind us Um, I don't know it's very interesting numbers though, we're going to get into that in a different episode, but I appreciate all the feedback guys I appreciate all the all the love Um, you may not agree with my opinion on this subject either, but even though you're still here, I appreciate you and again, I, I, I just have to really commend you guys for Helped me out last week. Hopefully, uh, you didn't hear my keyboard clacking as much as you guys did last week. Um, you know, I had to fix some audio. I'm still working, I'm still working on it. I don't want to say like a broken record. But I aim for, for perfection, especially when it's a podcast. Because more than likely, I'm in some of your guys' ears right now in, in your headphones. Or I'm in your car. So, you know, I want to make sure the audio is good. When you're sitting here, listening to me for 40, 45 minutes to an hour every week. So, I appreciate it make sure you guys dm me um twitter instagram wherever again you guys can still email me too. any subjects you guys want to hear please let me know um i'm still looking for guests so if you know somebody that you think would be a great guest on the show let them know to hit me up or you can hit me up or if you want to be a guest on the show please let me know i'm trying to get some more guest episodes in especially with this whole move to texas i need to make sure i schedule episodes out you know for the next couple weeks just in case i don't have my setup I want to make sure I still hit my Thursdays every every week. So, again, I appreciate you guys. As always, stay safe. Stay blessed. I'll see you on the next episode. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, don't forget to subscribe to the show. Help spread the word about the Glock 9 show by giving us an honest review and sharing it with a friend. We are available on all major platforms such as Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, or anywhere else you get your podcast. As always, thank you guys so much for your support.